Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is! The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I always forgot. I'm going to get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. This is, uh, this got uncomfortable even for me, and I despise everyone involved. You know how difficult it is to get me uncomfortable, period? Let alone when I despise the people. So Jake Tapper, he's interviewing Jamie Raskin. Raskin is that congressman, complete dirtball congressman, but he's a servant of the system. Remember this, Jamie Raskin has proven throughout his career he is a faithful servant of the system. I am emphasizing that because this is an interview. It's, it's a long clip. It's a little long, a lot longer than I normally play. It's almost two minutes. I may not play the whole thing, but I want you to listen to this. Remember this. This is a human being who makes sure his system membership card is up to date at all times. 
Now listen to this interview. Do you think Vice President Kamala Harris is the best running mate for President Biden? And what do you make of Speaker Pelosi's answer there? I mean, there didn't seem to be anything wrong. You know what? Let's begin with the Speaker Pelosi answer. Kamala Harris, the best running mate for this president? He thinks so. And that's what matters. <laughs> and by the way, you think so? she's very politically astute. Do you think she is the, the best running mate, though? She's the vice president of the United States. So people say to me, well, why isn't she doing this or that? I said, because she's the vice president. That's the job description. You don't do that much. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and here was Raskin being asked about that. Do you think Vice President Kamala Harris is the best running mate for President Biden? And what do you make of Speaker Pelosi's answer there? I mean, there didn't seem to be anything wrong uh, with that answer. Obviously, um, President Biden, Vice President Harris, all of us have been laboring under just a deluge of propaganda, disinformation, and criticism by the MAGA right, because the MAGA right wants to shut down the government. You are doing what Speaker Pelosi did, which is not answering the question. Do you think Kamala Harris is the best running mate for President Biden? Is it well? Obviously, she she gave the right answer. That's President Biden's choice, and I think she's an excellent mm. running mate uh, for President Biden. <clears throat> you know, I don't know what more needs to be said about that. But and I, I want to resist the tendency to try to trivialize all politics by making it just about personalities. It's, it's not a no one's making it about personalities. <laughs> I mean, like it's just a simple question. Do you think Kamala Harris is the best running mate for President Biden? You've said she's excellent. That's farther than Speaker Pelosi went. But I'm not trying to throw anything into turmoil. I I actually think it's a pretty simple question. Do you think Kamala Harris is the best running mate for President Biden? Yes or no? I mean, I don't know what else I can say other than he <laughs> you can would say be yes. an excellent running mate and an excellent vice president. Yeah, um, it, look, it goes on for another minute in that way. Remember who's been telling you these people are in trouble. The Biden administration, which means Dome 2, they're in trouble. Nancy Pelosi giving that interview, not backing up Dome, is a big deal. Nancy Pelosi, you can hate her all you want. I certainly do too. Nancy Pelosi is a star. She is a leader. She is a general of the communist left and has been a very successful general for quite some time. You can hate her. I do too. I'd kill for 100 Nancy Pelosi's. In fact, give me 10 Nancy Pelosi's to play for my team. Nancy Pelosi doesn't speak out of turn. Nancy Pelosi doesn't get off message. Nancy Pelosi doesn't step outside of what the system wants, and neither does Jamie Raskin. And within the last 24 hours, they've both publicly kind of, no, I like her. No, the big Dome fan, huge fan, huge. Telling you right now, something is happening. Something is happening. Maybe again, Maybe it's the volume control. Pay somewhere between 20 and 40% less than those other countries. Same exact drug made by the same exact company. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point, Michael. You can't even really hear him talk in the beginning. He starts out, oh, these drugs at the other country. The same exact drug. <laughs> Let's get to some Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Dr. Jesse, do you think Rage Against the Machine, that's a band, Michael, it's a band. Don't say you know. Okay, you don't know. That's before your time. All right, they were. You play Guitar Hero. Okay, never mind. The guy says, "Do you think Rage Against the Machine is anti-government or just anti the American government in the '90s, and they wanted to tear it down and rebuild as communists?" 
The joke about them now is they should be called Rage with the Machine. Maybe they've changed. I listened to their original album and holy crap, I don't think there was a single line I didn't agree with. Combined with the anger oozing through the studio recording, it felt like we're on the same team. Are we on the same team? Have they they changed or am I just completely ignorant? I wanted to answer this question because there is something that has hit me in my life. I can only speak for my life. You, we're all different ages, so it's gonna, maybe it'll hit you different. But this is what gets me. Rage Against the Machine. If you're unfamiliar, it's this metal band, a sweet rock band. When I was a kid, they put out all these great jams that my parents would never let me listen to because they said the F word, so I had to go listen to my buddy's CDs. But they were jams you'd want to listen to you know, before a big game or you got to go get in a little fist fight or something like that. You want to listen to Rage Against the Machine. And if you listen to their lyrics, it's all about the evil elites and how corrupt it all is and all this stuff. In fact, if you went and listened to old Rage now because of how corrupt our current government is, you'd probably be right there like, yeah, these guys are awesome. These guys are speaking to me. Uh, Eminem is another one. Eminem, for those who don't know, I've realized most everyone knows who Eminem is. He is a white rapper. And when I was a kid, he was huge. He was the biggest thing out there. And just like Rage, super rebellious. Rebellious against whatever was going on, whatever was popular. Eminem would speak out against it. And, you know, when you're a young, dumb, rebellious teenager like I was, like me and all my friends were, you always think that's your anthem, right? Yeah, Eminem, you tell him, Eminem. Speak truth to power, buddy. Yeah, go get him. Yeah, good point, Michael. This applies across the generations. Kiss, rock bands, everyone. That's why I didn't, I didn't want to make it just about my generation. Every generation has this. If you're 80 listening to the sound of my voice right now, you went through this when rock, with rock and roll when you were young. When rock and roll was taboo and you couldn't listen to it. Dad, but I love Led Zeppelin. You know what I'm talking about. But here's the honest truth of it. And this hurts, but it's true. Rage Against the Machine, they're not any different than Vladimir Lenin or Mao Zedong, Che Guevara, Fidel Castro. Pick your communists. They're not any different. This is how communism generally goes. How communism generally goes is, remember, what is it? It's the religion of the malcontent. So you take some malcontented person, whether it's a rock band or for whatever reason, a a malcontented rock band, and they will have real passion and meaning behind what they're rebelling against. Yeah, screw the government. It's evil. And they have these musical skills and they put together all these jams behind it. And it's real, right? That real, the feeling is real. And the feeling is genuine in the beginning. When Mao is, is putting on his communist revolution, when Pol Pot's doing his communist revolution, these guys were believers. We will cast off the evil and we will take over. They were believers. You listen. Go listen. You can listen right now. I'm sure it's all over YouTube. Go listen to Vladimir Lenin speak. You won't understand his language, obviously. But listen to the passion. Listen. To, this is a man who believes. But then something happens. And it's a very human thing to happen, but something happens. They stand there shoulder to shoulder with the working man, screaming, yelling about the injustice of it all. We are malcontented, we are angry, and we will take it back. But then 
what happens is you spend all this time speaking out against the elites in their fancy little country club. And one day you find yourself invited in to the country club. And man, that country club is evil and freaking awful. And it's the sign of everything that is wrong. When you're standing outside of it, watching them pull their Lamborghinis up to the front and get out with their dime wives and go into the country club. But one day you find yourself in that Lamborghini with that dime beside you. And you find the chauffeur opening up the Lamborghini doors for you and welcoming you into the club. Hello, welcome to the club. Could you have a, would you like a, your usual glass of Chianti? Come on in. We have a special five-star chef for you today. Enjoy our indoor swimming pool. Soft towels. Don't worry. We got them from my pillow. Enjoy the golf course today. It's a beautiful day out. And what happens is you go from being the malcontent who hates the system to being welcomed into the system. And like we talk about so often, the struggle, our struggle, something we will all probably face at one point or another is it's a easier, more comfortable life to just go along with it and be part of it now. That's the truth. You know what? Let's, 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 let's expand on that really quickly, and then we'll get back to more Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Before we expand on that, I want to do something uh, quickly here. Not something I do often, but something I want to do. If you are a person of means, uh, good, that's not a bad thing. Remember, good. But I'm going to make an ask on behalf of preborn here. Remember, your gifts to preborn to buy the ultrasounds to give that to a woman who's about to have an abortion, those are all tax deductible. Well, you know they have a leadership gift, a $5,000 leadership gift. It's tax deductible too. And if you do that, you fund their entire network for 24 hours. That's 200 lives for $5,000. Have you ever saved 200 lives in your lifetime? Maybe consider a tax tax deductible donation, huh? Just go to preborn.com slash Jesse and give. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Digging into a heavy topic here, which I didn't mean to end up being a heavy but it is. So the question was, for those just joining us, remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. He was asking about a band, Rage Against the Machine. You know, they used to be this hardcore anti-government band. Now they're full-blown commie. You know, just all about the government and the system and take your vaccine and all that other crap. And I was, I, I kind of expanded on it, on, on all of our rebels, our rock rebels, all communist leaders early on, they all speak for the people and they're all about the people and the workers and making things equal. And then eventually you're, you're Kim Jong-un and while your entire country starves to death, you're on your 15th mansion drinking Hennessy with 25 supermodels around your gigantic table. And yeah, you've changed. The reason I wanted to bring this up again briefly is this. And maybe this isn't... Honestly, maybe this isn't even about you. Maybe this is about me. I, I, though I, I think this applies to everybody. Something that I have had on my mind, at least for the past couple of years anyway, something that's on my mind is 
you know I'm a bad person, right? Obviously, everybody knows I'm a bad person, but I do want to. Uh, I do want to do some good, and I do want to do it the right way. And I want to be speaking on behalf of the people twenty years from now, just like I am now. And I worry about me, and we're we're talking about the same thing. This is on the same subject. Maybe you worry about you. I worry about me, and I worry about me in this way. In this industry, all this radio, TV, all this pundit stuff, a lot of these guys, you hear them, they turn into weak, useless sellouts. You hear them every day on the radio. You watch them on TV. They go from being people, and they really resonated, and then they just become sellouts speaking on behalf of the system. They start out sounding like you. They end up sounding like Ken Buck. If we start going down these paths that, that really bear no fruit, we, we are not going to get an impeachment through the Senate. We're not going to, uh, uh, you know, the the idea that, that somehow the January 6th prisoners are being treated differently than other prisoners in a jail that has a history. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to me. What if, what if some gigantic evil corporation some big media company, what if they come offer me millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to go speak for them, to sell out? I take that back, uh, to speak for them and, and be censored. What if they offered me to sell out and be censored? Am I strong enough to say no? Now, I, I will tell you right now, no, I'll never sell out. That's what I feel inside of me. Am I though? Or what if I am now? What if I am strong enough now? But what if I'm not four years from now, five years from now? I worry about that. And maybe that's something you will have to face or have already faced in your life. And judging by your emails, it sounds like it's something that is. Remember, it is more comfortable oftentimes to simply go along with it and be part of the system. Remember, we had that email yesterday from, uh, I think it was a welder. He got offered a lucrative position with some LGBTQ filth, disgusting corporation. He turned it down. So he made the right call, right? But how many of us are going to face that call? Or maybe you're already facing it. And I don't just worry about you. I worry about me. Am I strong enough to make the right call if that choice ever comes? I've been so tremendously blessed up to this point in time where I've never had to adjust a thing. I've never had to change my views. I've never been told to censor this or don't say that ever. What if that changes? You know, what? If, look, you can say to yourself, Jesse, I'll never. You know, and I could say to you, I'll never. I could say that. But what if What if that's not true? You know, everybody has a price, or they say everybody has a price. You know, you say, Jesse, I would never sell out. I believe in what I do, and I'll never sell out. And then tomorrow, Microsoft knocks on your door. Hey, we've noticed uh, we've been had our, we've had our, our our talent people have had our our eyes on you for quite some time. We have a position opening up. You would have a million dollars a year, and once a year, you get to uh, fly private with your family anywhere you want in the planet. Anyway, just come join us over here at Microsoft. Just sign on to this diversity pledge saying that you'll uh, use your pronouns, pronouns in your email signature. What do you do? What do you say? Why do all these corporations sell out? Why do all the commie leaders sell out? Michael brought up, producer Michael brought up, John Kerry is a great example. Hillary Clinton's the same one. You go look at all these old videos of them when they were young in college. Vietnam protesters, true believers on the sidewalk. Now, stop the war now. Now, a bunch of sellout elite losers busy trying to burn the entire world down. 
that system membership card, people strive for it and they'll do anything to keep it because it's a good, more, well, I shouldn't say good. It's a more comfortable life to simply make yourself part of the system. If you are in a corrupt late stage republic and your social shame system is all upside down like ours is, and it tells you that you should just just be a system servant at all times. Well, the normal, comfortable thing to do is to do that. The uncomfortable thing to do, the hard thing to do, is what you do. Being an anti-communist. Speaking out against things. Taking hard stances against things. Stances that have you swimming against the cultural tide. Well, that's hard. It's uncomfortable. might even cost you money. Shoot, it might, might cost you a job or your reputation. Are we strong enough? I hope so. I hope I am. I hope you are. I guess only time will tell, though, right? Remember, don't, don't forget, you can get meat delivered to your home. You don't have to go purchase meat from your grocery store. Even if you enjoy it, you can have better meat from a company that shares your values delivered to your home. Good ranchers, all their meat is American sourced. And these meat companies, lots of them will claim that. And then they're lying. Good Ranchers actually means it all the way. And right now, you go subscribe to one of their boxes. That's what you do. You go pick a box that works for you and your family. Oh, we prefer, we prefer this meat. We prefer that. You go subscribe to a box and use the promo code JESSE, and you get two years worth of free ground beef with it. That's a $480 value. All you have to do is go to GoodRanchers.com and use the code JESSE. That gets you twenty-five bucks off your bo- off your off your meat box and four hundred and eighty dollars worth of free ground beef. Good ranchers, your grocery store—it's owned by a gigantic corporation that freaking hates you. I know you still have to go to the grocery store, but at least get better meat somewhere else delivered to your front door. GoodRanchers.com code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, reminding you if you miss any part of this incredible show, basically the greatest show in the history of mankind with me, Jesse the Oracle Kelly. You can download a podcast of it, iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Did you hear Dome try to give an answer on abortion? We'll get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions, but this is a little long. I, I, I want to play this for you, and I, I want to see, you figure out what you're hearing what here. What week of pregnancy should abortion access be cut off? We need to restore the protections of Roe versus Wade. Which We're was, not trying to do something new. Well, that There's, was nebulous because it was about viability, which could be anywhere between 20 to 24 weeks. And But... It, so no 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 no. Let, that's, let's that let, was me, in let me be very the clear. women's health protection act that let the White me be House also let me endorsed. be very clear mm-hmm. from day one the president has been clear i have been clear we need to put back the protections that are in roe v wade into law since the supreme court took it congress has the power and ability to pass legislation to put those protections back in law and joe biden will sign that bill but does it need to be specific in terms of defining and where that guarantee goes up to and where it does not? At which week of pregnancy? 
we need to put back in place the protections of Roe versus Wade. Okay, she, it goes on for another 40 seconds. She won't ever answer it. Why won't she answer the question? This is, I played that because it leads me into my answer for this guy's question. Friendly fire, Jesse. It's not very nice, okay? It was one paintball. All right, it was one paintball. I was wondering if there was an event that occurred to you that was an epiphany for you, an event that made you declare yourself an anti-communist rather than a conservative or a Republican. His name is Ken. Says I can read it on the air. Uh, there are a couple things, and this, is re- this transition has really happened to me for over the last, I would say, three or four years, I would say. That's when I've really gone from conservative, someone who called himself a traditional conservative to, to very anti-communist, eh, maybe a little longer than that, five, six years maybe. And part of the reason is this answer here. And I'll, I'll explain. It's actually not the abortion issue itself, so don't worry. I'm not about to go off on that again. It's that when it comes to an issue like this, the right is correct. It is a lie. I don't care whether you look at that scientifically, religiously, whatever. But setting aside the rights position, let's put the rights position aside when it comes to abortion. The left's position, the Democrat position on abortion in this country, it is horrific. It's not just wrong or bad. It is the kind of thing we read history books about and we are aghast The Democrat position on abortion, and I don't mean one or two fringe Democrats, every Democrat in the Senate just got done voting for this. The stated Democrat position in this country is that a baby should be and can be aborted all nine months, including the millisecond before the baby is born. Now, I realize many people have not been in a delivery room or don't fully realize it, I, however, have been for the birth of both of my sons. That is a fully formed, fully alive baby. It is a baby. And the stated position of Democrats in this country is to carve that thing up like a Thanksgiving turkey and chuck it in a trash bag. Now, why? What does this have to do with conservative versus anti-communist? Well, this is what it has to do with it. I hear, and I even get emails. I have listeners to the show. Maybe you're in one of these. Maybe you're like this as well. I get emails from people where they are scared to death of speaking about this issue for this election, or maybe maybe it makes them uncomfortable, or Jesse, it's going to hurt us with women. Hold on a second. They want to take a baby, a nine-month-old baby, And they want to inject it with some kind of burning poison and then stick forceps inside of a woman and tear its arms and legs and head off of its body. And you think I should be on the defensive about that? No, sir. No, ma'am. I'm the good guy. You're the demon. You get on the defensive. I will play offense. And yet that mentality I just described, my mentality, is not shared by the GOP, not the elected GOP. I know it probably is shared by you. The elected GOP, they are on the defensive about everything. It's not only this. This was just this was just one example. It's not only this. I went from being a conservative to an anti-communist because I have time and time again remained horrified 
by the pathetic weakness of the GOP. It really probably began about the time Trump got elected. And I watched all this Russian collusion, Russian special investigation stuff ramp up. And it's very obvious to anybody with a brain how corrupt it was and how wrong it was. It was obvious that Trump didn't do anything wrong. And I watched Republican after Republican either go along with the Democrats. Well, I mean, we do need a special counsel. You never know. Either they flat out went along with the Democrats or they did the normal GOP navel gazing thing. Well, I mean, I just want want to see how the investigation plays out, guys. Instead of aggressively speaking out against it, I watched the Republican navel navel gazing and it made me sick how we play defense at all times. Never offense, defense. And then the Brett Kavanaugh hearing came along. And then I really began to wake up to the true, true nature of the communists on the other side. I don't even like Brett Kavanaugh. I think he is a milk toast, low T GOP weenie. And even I was mortified watching the communists on the left just create stories of rape. They accuse this lifelong dork of being part of some gang rape task force for some woman he probably never even met. And I watched Republican after Republican. Well, I mean, I I do want the facts. We should wait for all the facts. Come out. Over and over and over again, I have watched the good guys start studying the tops of their feet when they get involved in political arguments with genocidal demons. No, I'm not afraid. I'm not going to point out your hypocrisy. I'm not going to do what the GOP has always done. Imagine if the roles were reversed. Imagine if the shoe was on the other foot. Oh, can you imagine if the Republican did that? That's all conservatism has been my entire life, pointing out the hypocrisy of the other side. No, I'm the good guy. You're the demon. You be afraid. I'm done being afraid. I'm correct. That's why I switched and now I call myself an anti-communist. And a part of it too is the history of anti-communism. And you look at the places where anti-communists have been successful over communist insurgencies, over communist revolutions. Anti-communists have always been successful in the past when they were aggressive, taking back ground, Not meekly pointing out hypocrisy. Well, you shouldn't do that. That's hypocritical. Gaining ground. Standing up. I would play it for you, except he's speaking another language. That guy in Argentina, Javier, I don't know how to say his last name yet. That guy with the crazy hair in Argentina, that anti-communist running. Standing up like that guy and saying, no, all these people are garbage. We're going to stop them in their tracks no matter what. They'll never succeed. They're garbage. What we want is right. Where are the people on the right to speak like that? Where are our anti-communist leaders? Tell me. I'm dying to see one. I look around and I don't. But maybe it's you. Maybe you're the anti-communist leader. You just don't know it yet. You think right now, I'm just a construction worker. I'm just a housewife. No, we need you. You're what we need. That. Is the last four, five, six years, I'd say, is really when I made that transition into being anti-communist. Now, let's get on to some Ask Dr. Jesse questions. You want to do just a little brief history with me? You want to do a little brief history? Then we have to talk about unions and all kinds of stuff still to come. Before we get to that, let's do this. We have to make a focused effort to remember certain things. And this is why I say this. I'm talking about gold star families and first responder families. 
It's not that we lack a heart for them. It's not that we lack sympathy for them. It's just that life is busy and there's always a new controversy and we forget. So we get one headline one day, cop gunned down on the highway, leaves behind a wife and five kids. And we say, oh, that's too bad. Oh, is there some fund I can donate to real quick? And then we forget about them the next day as if they never existed. And that's not because you're a bad person or I'm a bad person. It's just because that's how life works. I love supporting Tunnel to Towers because I know they'll never forget. It's their mission in life is to care for these widows and orphans as we are commanded to do. Are we not? Are we not commanded to care for widows and orphans? Tunnel to Towers is coming alongside these families, paying off their mortgages, easing the burden on them, creating a community for them. $11 a month is what they ask from you. T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. You're listening to the Oracle. You're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Doctor Jesse Friday. Let's get back to him. I know I've been terrible. I only think I've got to a couple. Let's get to him, dear, dear Honorable Doctor Blade. <laughs> it's not nice. Please help me reconcile my conundrum. I'm a firefighter. I've been in the union for 16 years. While the union has done good things for the working man throughout history, it pains me that some of my union dues are funding these commie campaigns every year. Why do unions continue to fund the left as the left tries to destroy the working class that the union is supposed to defend and support? Understand that I plan to steal your ideas and give you no credit whatsoever, and his name is Matt. But unions are a complicated thing for me. Not for a lot of people. For me, they're a complicated thing, and here's why. Overall, I tend to despise them, but for different reasons than a lot of people on the right. I overall tend to despise unions because of the union leadership. Union leadership, I have found in my background, in my history, they tend to abuse their members rather than protect their members. I really do not like that. I like workers coming together, unlike many people on the right. I think that's wonderful, workers coming together to make sure They can make a better life for themselves. There's nothing wrong with joining with your fellow man to get better wages, better benefits, better something like that. There's nothing wrong with nothing wrong with finding using whatever power you have and getting more of it to make make your life better, make your family's life better. I also have more of a background with union guys because of most of my life's been in construction. Remember, my dad was in construction. His dad before him was in construction. We're a construction family. I work construction. So we were never a union company, but I've worked I- around many union guys. It was just, that's the construction industry. This guy, this guy that, that worked a bunch. So union guys, I like the unions themselves. And that includes oftentimes border patrol unions, firefighters unions, cop unions. We're not just talking about things like the UAW. Oftentimes the, union, the unions themselves, I dislike because leadership this is what happens. Remember we talked earlier, and this is going to come back to your question. Why do they why do they keep doing this stuff, supporting the left? Well, what happens is these union guys who get elected union boss. Yeah, sometimes, oftentimes, the guy has a background of being one of the workers, one of the guys. But even once he gets to that office, say he runs for that office, all of a sudden he gets a taste of the good life And he cares less and less about the workers and more and more about keeping the good life. Sure, he used to be right there on the factory line sweating with you. Oh, of course. There's no question about that. But now, well, now he, look, he still cares about you. Don't get me wrong. He cares a lot. But 
He did just get, they did just fly him first class to New York City for a long weekend last weekend. And they stayed at, you see, they stayed at this five-star hotel and they went out for steaks every single night and he didn't have to pay for any of that. And he just bought his wife some new diamond earrings. And I mean, it really would be better if, if you would just shut up about your wages and stuff and just, just shut up and pay your dues and allow him to keep going. That's my issue with a lot of these unions. And this takes part. It's not all of the firefighters unions or cop unions or stuff like that or border patrol or, or various or cars or uh, pipe fitters or longshoremen. It's not all of them by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a lot of them. These freaking union bosses do not properly represent the working man. Oh, don't get me wrong. They love running to the camera. The second a strike's about to be, you're about to see all the UAW guys now that the UAW is officially on a little strike and Biden was out there speaking about it briefly today. Oh, then the union boss will be all over the camera now talking about how much the workers need this and the workers need that. But in my experience, I have not found these working bosses, these union bosses to really be out for the workers anymore. I just don't. Yeah, they're awfully, they turn into loud mouths when it's strike time. Other than that, they get along with the bosses. They're all at the same fancy hotels, all on the same fancy flights. And that is a struggle for you firefighter types, for you cop types who are in these unions, because oftentimes you have to be. And look, you have to do what you have to do. I know my buddy, uh, uh, well, I won't go into which police force he was. One of my buddies I'm thinking of that was, he's, he uh, was part of a police union. It was optional where he was, still is optional where he is, but he's part of it and he actually hates it. He hates the union itself. He hates the leadership, but the way he explains it to me, he says, Jesse, I don't really have any choice. I hate it, but I have to keep paying. If I don't keep paying, then I'll have to leave the union. If I leave the union and I end up shooting some turd dirt ball, well, I'm not going to have anybody stand behind me and represent me. I have to stay in. All right. I have to stay in. All right. Moving on. We have other things. Other things. Dear Menu Whisperer, I know you've said you aren't a big fan of Douglas MacArthur. Said maybe you could do a history episode on why. However, how different do you think the U.S. would be now if he'd run and won the presidency? So on and so forth. Says I can say his name. His name is Colin. And he calls him American Caesar. I believe there's a Douglas MacArthur biography. I think his biography is called American Caesar. Okay. So Douglas MacArthur, you know, pause for a second. Then I'll get back to my thoughts on MacArthur. Before I get to that, let's, let's do this really quickly. Let's make sure we are saving money and putting our money where our morals are, wherever we can. Part of that, the easiest way we can do that now is through betting. Honestly, for our home needs, you need slippers. You need a new pillow. Mattress topper, dog bed, pajamas, sheets. My pillow is here to provide high-end products at amazing prices with a company that shares your values. Their percal sheets, they're on a huge sale right now. They're normally $89.98, the queen size. They're $35 right now. The twins are $25. These are the best sheets you will ever have in your life. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. And click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code Jesse. Go get a couple sets of my pillow per cow sheets. If for no other reason than to say thank you to Mike Lindell and my pillow for not giving up on the country. All right. Mypillow.com promo code Jesse or call 
800-845-0544. Remember, putting your money where your morals are is not just abstaining from spending here or there. It's figuring out where to spend your money. All right, MacArthur. Uh, people's feelings on Douglas MacArthur, the World War II general, they run the gamut. People think he is brilliant, brave, wonderful. People think he is the devil. People think he is selfish. And the truth is, I'm thought of as a Douglas MacArthur hater. And maybe that's fair. I don't know. But the truth is, I think of MacArthur all of those things are probably true that I just said. I think he is brave. And I think he is brilliant beyond belief. And I think he is arrogant beyond belief. Selfish beyond belief. And my, my hatred of MacArthur stems from something specific he did. Actually, a couple specific things. And part of this has to do with me. And part of this has to do with him. I will explain. Let's do a little history. Next. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.